Hi, I'm Harshot. And <laughs> I'm Max, not laughing. And this is our podcast. Have you been crying? Max, why is yep. it that every mm. teacher I've had yep. that you've probably had has a dump mm. truck ass? <laughs> probably. Uh, probably what does that because. Mean? I, what does a dump truck ass? I think because A, mm-hmm. the letter A, dump truck ass. B, because booties be popping. <laughs> C, see this butt, drop it. Okay. How do you just the letter C, not not S E. D okay. Do you see them <laughs> E every teacher loves butts. F, okay. Is the grade that you're gonna get. F full figured <laughs> fat ass. G God damn <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> H I'm gonna make you go through the entire alphabet. So I know. <laughs> I, I know. know. Okay, that's I. That you've been H- wondering. I. I know they've been wondering where I get them jeans, but that's not the letter we're just on. H no I you get did jeans. It. You, were on J. <laughs> you said jeans. Okay, jeans. Uh-huh. K Okay. <laughs> Okay. You're looking at this butt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's okay. L, I love me some thick, 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 thick we'll do that... Let me do M, M. Okay. Um, no, no, wait, wait. Are we on M? L, M, yeah, yeah, yeah. M, you just did L. So, uh, okay, M. Moon. Ooh, my, ooh, my, my full moon of an oh, ass M? cheeks. Yes. <laughs> of N ass cheeks. Got it. Okay, do, do N. Oh, N. I'm N. Yeah, you're N. No, 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 no. When it's really yeah, 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 yeah. About this butt. Oh, my God, you have a big ass. Please put it down on me. <laughs> <laughs> Quite with a Q. As opposed to a K. <laughs> Quite the large derriere you have on your posterior. Ooh. <laughs> R. Is that uh, oh, oh, she just went. Oh. <laughs> I can't, oh, I can't growl. Growl, growl. <laughs> that's it, that's it. STDs yeah. will happen if you don't cover up when you slide into my butt. <laughs> you you covered two letters. Yeah, okay, uh, so you. you. Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> The technical term, yes. Uh, uh, B it, is yep. very, very um, bouncy. I like them wide. I like them wide. Double wide. I like them wet. <laughs> ass pussies. Connected <laughs> to an ass. And Emphasis I want you on to, the A. And I want you to play them like the xylophone. <laughs> wait, wait. X. X. W-X. Oh, yeah, yeah. Come yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Uh, Why don't you want this ass? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fine. You, 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 what, what was it? Go. Why, Why don't you want this ass? I'm put to sleep by the. But I'm put to sleep. It's Z, 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 Z. I'm put to sleep by how amazing. This must be a dream. When I look at that ass. No, no, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna update that for you, okay? Zellers? Okay, yeah. No, no, no. This is a Nordstrom ass. <laughs> <laughs> Zellers is a Canadian department store for people who don't know. For for any uh, international listeners, amazing. Right. We did it. We did it. <sighs> I'm learning. I'm tired. Yeah. Uh, clearly, I need to update my my. Uh, I need to update. My uh, education on all of the letters. Do we say Z or is it Z? Which one is our? Which we, one is Canadian? Oh my god, we say Z. Which one is Canadian? Okay, because I was Zed. in a meeting today. Okay, okay, it's Z. Yeah, Zeddy. Zeddy is the is the, the mascot of Zellers. Yeah. Okay. okay a gay icon. Okay. <laughs> we'll have to talk about that in another episode. All right. 
Let's get on with the show! Yes. Moment of exclusion. Oh well, you're. I I message before, dear listeners. Uh, before we jump on to the pod, usually we're messaging each other on Messenger for some reason, saying the status. Are of you gonna cancel? Whether whether, whether we're on time or not, and usually yeah. it's Harjot saying, "I need another ten minutes. I need another fifteen minutes. Can we uh, start this in half an hour? Whatever." So usually, like five minutes yeah. before, five minutes before, I say, you know, like. You know when you, you pull up at your friend's house and you're like, yeah. I'm outside, but you usually do that like as you're leaving your house because that person is always late. Yeah. So I do that with Harjot and he's <laughs> like, yeah, I'm already here. I'm already here. And I was like, what? Because I was now. getting the, I was getting the <laughs> message on Zoom that was saying like, oh, they're in another meeting. So you're like in this lobby kind of situation and you're like, <laughs> LOL. It was Try the again. audition. Before you came in, your replacement, basically. I was yeah. auditioning her. Yeah, and the message I sent, and then I'm just going to read it with no, like, with, with no, like, inflection or anything. And then okay. for a moment, I will let the listener absorb and react in their mind what it is, what what they would, what how they would react if they were to receive this message. So it says, I'm waiting outside the club. That's what you said to me, yeah. And then, and so, what does your brain fill in? Go ahead. It's a... Uh, it's I'm a waiting outside song, the club. Which, uh, yeah. You can't even get in. You can't even outside the club. You can't even get in. You That's exactly in. where my mind went. Yeah. <laughs> everybody, everybody of of our age bracket in the scrolling drop down would absolutely, would absolutely have that. Um, and if you didn't, then you're either too old or too young for us. So yeah. that's fine. And we well, appreciate you. Thank you for being here. <laughs> <laughs> it's true we do we we love you regardless of whether or not you understand our bullshit yeah exactly how are you what have you been up to I'm, I'm i'm doing all right i'm doing all right you know like i um i look outside and it's like a gray rainy day and all i mm. kind of want to say is um it was a rainy oh God, day in pizzaville okay. <laughs> for some what? reason what is you that? know what that saying? That it it's was a rain. rainy day in Pizzaville. It's their saying. It's okay. Pizzaville for everyone that's listening is I don't know if it's just a Canadian like chain. No, it's, it's a, a Pizzaville. Pizza yeah, yeah, yeah. That's their tagline. It's it's a pizza. It was a rainy day in Pizzaville. Is their tagline? <laughs> yeah, it's so stupid, but it's like so um, iconic because it's all about this <laughs> ma- this gentleman who's like a cart a, a character out of Tintin that's caught in the rain. It literally says that on the box. I'm like, it makes no... Why is it a story? Why is your tagline like a story that requires additional context? All right. That's an entire... That's an entirely different, uh, like, full episode. We'll we'll dig into that because that's interesting to me. I'm going to look it up. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was like the radio ads, if you listen to radio or whenever you see it on TV, if you watch TV, you'll, you'll see them like either start or end the commercial with... And it was a rainy day in Batesville. They're definitely you're, British. Oh my god, your your voice acting right now—it's so good. <laughs> Thank Holy you. Holy shit, you're welcome. <laughs> oh, and and uh, so I listened uh-huh. to my voice on the last podcast, and I am so excited about having this new uh, equipment gear setup. Yes. Chef's kiss—the the quality of my sound, the voice—it's coming through. So thank right? you for suggesting it on amazon we should put together a wish list and see if people sponsor us hey rich <laughs> old men who listen to our podcast i'll show you my feet give us money <laughs> uh, on that note only fans has redacted their their ban oh my god yes yeah. yes i'm clapping my finally feet. i can you know reinvest in my side hustle <laughs> i'm moisturizing my feet right now <laughs> Scrubbing off the calluses. These girls are ready. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, uh, let's get into the show. Okay. Clicking start with my toe. <laughs> Thump. <laughs> <laughs> I heard about you long before we met. 
You're winsome and you're young, at least that's what they said. Underneath your glitter and your gold, you can't deny the fact that you are growing old. You have a thousand. Okay, so when this episode drops, it'll be September. Is that true? It'll be September? Uh, yeah, I will. Wow. Next week. Yeah, next week. See you in September. What song is that? Why do I know that? I don't know. I didn't even know that song. Oh my god. I don't know where I found that from either. Okay, anyways. Uh, for everyone. <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, tell me where that song's from. Um, every single adult, once they graduate and they go into the workforce... Mm-hmm. When September comes along, you still have that, like, um, that, like, I don't know, the, the memory, like the, the muscle, the muscle I... memory. Yeah, the muscle memory of anxiety before yep. a new school year starts. And so when this launches, it'll be probably, like, back to school time. And, and for all the parent listeners, like, you're probably maybe, like, sending your kids back to school or, like, whether it's virtual or in class. And mm-hmm. I just started thinking about school going into going to school in the 90s and the 2000s and I started to think about the impact of good and bad teachers that I've had in my in my life right and I want to say like I watch all these tv shows and these movies and like celebrities and athletes who talk about the impact of you know teachers on their lives and they always have like I remember there's this um really famous episode where Oprah has like one of her like favorite teachers ever she gets like a, re- a reunion of this teacher of course who like Oprah really really like believed in her and it's like a really touching moment and I don't think for me and you tell me if this happened to you I don't think for uh, me I ever had that person like I didn't have a, a Mr. Holland's opus like I didn't have that person in my, I didn't have a dangerous mind who was saved by some karate white woman. Um, <laughs> I just didn't. But no? I don't know. Like I feel like everybody, I, I, or at least the collective belief is that everybody has a teacher who was like that iconic, like that person life tra- who, yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I have like characters in my you know, in my memory box of, like, teachers that were, like, cool and shit, and, like, I want to talk about them, but I'm just, like, curious, did you have that person who really, you know, changed the course of your life as a Disney movie would probably, <laughs> you know, buy that script and create that movie for? I I, I did, but you know what? I will <gasps> oh also... Oh my god, I'm jealous. Okay. And I, I have several, and, like, I... So I <gasps> have this did? thing with, like, yeah, like, mentors and, like, paying it forward, and, like, like oh um, my god i'm so jealous okay that makes me feel i need to write this down and talk to lisa my therapist about this i'm so sad this this builds into my trauma of being unseen but go ahead (laughs) you know tell me about one of the tell me about one of these teachers before before i tell you about one of these teachers though you know what i've kind of like realized you have to have like uh pretty personality yeah you have to be pretty you have to be cute the teacher has to want to fuck you at some point which is you know (laughs) uh, how all of my relationships were nurtured (laughs) there was a lot of fucking um okay Okay, tell me about like one teacher so no but before i do that i think you have to have a personality that lends itself to having that to having it being influenced by somebody who's an authority um, I just have that as a complex. You know why? Because like I will take it back to like my my grandpa. Um, sure. This dude was like in the military, right? So he was very mm. like he was a hard ass. He was regimented, and I just feel like there's something about his like blueprint that I look for when it comes to people that I allow to mentor me and to um, really like leave life lessons strongly. Um, imprinted on me so you're a target for predators is what you're saying (laughs) no (laughs) my grandpa was not a predator it's just no but you be no no you setting up like i was a person who was looking for authority and someone too i was like okay i respond to that so i actually think this is the reason why i have so many maybe you maybe for folks that don't folks i can't believe i just used that term that's so gross with the x yeah with the x actually that's better it's inclusive yeah okay yeah um, I, it might, it might just be the fact that maybe you're not as easily, like, I don't want to say influence cause it's not a bad thing. 
Um, oh no, absolutely. But I was just I was looking like the... for that because I was I was raised to listen to that person who's very authoritarian. So the teachers you would ask me yeah. about include yeah. people like my sensei who was my um, karate teacher. Oh my teacher, god, yes, right? yes. That... I remember you went into karate because everyone in Brampton yes. for those hey, bu- 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 um, who's from Brampton, everyone went to karate uh, or at least who were who were who were who identified as boys at least um was in karate i wasn't maybe i should have maybe my parents should have put me in karate but like i feel like it was karate at... your demons out oh my <laughs> god probably and my flexibility would be better yeah oh and it, that, that anger would would have perfectly been uh used through the physical stuff i feel like uh, you're no my you're... i was in a stage of fear at that time it didn't manifest uh, into anger yet so go ahead let's let's hear about your sensei <laughs> What was yeah, your sensei's no, name? Uh, his his name is Koshrao. Oh, cool. Yeah, I, I believe he's Iranian. And like, mm, it's, so, it's so funny that we're talking about this because I was literally considering like going back to karate and just like <gasps> for the sense of like discipline that you get. But it's also oh not God. just like discipline like we're doing a sport. It's also like there's a Japanese cultural aspect to it, which is like cool. very nice. And it, it I don't know, it just... It, it's a nice outlet like given quarantine yeah. and stuff i'm like i hope that becomes available as an option so i can go back anyways cool. <clears throat> so, but well, wait, wait, before you get into it just like yes, a side yes. like anti you know be, me being that anti is like my nephew got his like red stripe in taekwondo and i'm like oh. super i was i'm so i'm like so proud of him <laughs> so cute that's He's lovely six. i that's so I, cute yeah those milestones mean so much um mm-hmm. as you're sort of like growing up and i i grew up in this right so it was like very yeah I appreciate So how old that. were you? How old were you when you started karate? I started okay, I wasn't I wasn't that young. I, I must have started in like um grade five, grade six. Yep. And then I, I saw it through all the way up until university. And then university I dropped off because I'm like I you know, I I, I met my first boyfriend and I was just being reckless like, and stupid. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, yeah, I was like, fuck, I was like, fuck authority. That was my, you know, like you, you, you take like a sociology class and you're like, you question everything. And so you, you just want to be loosened to them. I started smoking too. So that wasn't good. You know, it was just like a rejection of like sure. everything that karate is about. Cause it's very much about discipline, breath work and, right. you know, like, uh, yeah, all that. So anyways, I have always gravitated towards teachers, much like my sensei who have been hard yeah. asses, but like they like they oh my god i feel like this is going to be illuminating to me even in this conversation where like okay i like people who really uh make me earn it by like being very mm. tough on me until they finally just show me some softness interested <laughs> suitors take notes interested suitors take notes <laughs> ready notes feverishly <laughs> toxic lovers only <laughs> <laughs> And I, I learned how to be tough, basically. And, you know, those were yeah. great teachers. I also have another story, but I want you to tell me about your teachers, and then I'll come back to mine. Mine includes... Okay. Mine involves Big big Bird, so there's a little teaser. Okay, so I will, like, quickly talk about three teachers, um, only because I don't really have much to say about them. I think my trauma, um, when I was a kid, for people who, like, I don't know, meet me as an adult and don't really know my past is I was like very, very shy. That sounds very, very shy. sexy. Like, d- don't know like, me in Maxine's illustrious <laughs> past. As a child, I was extremely shy, extremely fearful, um, but very bright. And so like, I feel like, and I was like the, always the smallest kid in the class. So if you imagine that, like that's fucking adorable. Like Call her adorable. master. Oh, yeah, yeah, except the time that I fought someone. Oh, true. Okay, so that's happening around this time. You her senseless until she <laughs> called you true. master, which you made her do. <laughs> but that's because, yeah, because I had training from fighting my siblings and cousins. And I mm-hmm. if and, and because she was an only child, she had no idea. Okay, so back to the school. Um, I would say one of my favorite teachers um, was in the fifth grade. His name was Mr. Shadrach, and he was this, like, really like did he loud have a dump truck ass it, i don't remember <laughs> he was like <laughs> he was like really loud but passionate and and you know like the stereotype of in elementary school <laughs> there's not a lot of male teachers so he was probably my i think he was my first male teacher it was grade five mm-hmm. um and so he was like loud but like really passionate about like writing and science 
so like super cool but he was like an older man he was like in his 50s like his mid to late 50s Mm -hmm. and what i liked about him is he had this portion of our curriculum which was really focused on writing and what he did was every single week you had to be writing you had to be working on a writing piece and then he would select the best pieces and he would read it out loud and bitch my writing got read out loud like at least three times at least three times and he wouldn't tell people who it was when he would read them but it was like anonymous I can hear your smile. Like, I sat in second row. I sat in second <laughs> row. I remember exactly where I sat because the bad kids were forced to sit in the first row and I sit, sat in the second row. Because you know if that bad kid row wasn't there, I would sit in the first row. Yeah. So I sat there. So he, like, he's one of my favorite teachers because it made me recognize that I was good at something. Can like, you, I was, can you give he, us a little bit of a sample of what you wrote about? I remember there was one about you... like a puppet. Like I don't, re- I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was a poem, a poem about a puppet. Really? And it was, I remember there was like this line about like, oh, uh, that ri- it rhymed, but the there like it ended with like a, a puppet that danced. And I remember he read it, and it sounded so cool coming from like this booming like male voice, <laughs> and like him picking that fucking piece to read my poem about a puppet, a dancing puppet. Like, won't you come and dance with me? Was like the last line or something. So cool. I, so, I wanna, I want that uh, poem to get picked up and turned into I a movie I with know. like a really like dark angle, right? Like, oh my god. So then, my next year in grade six was my next teacher. Again, like very short, um, a very short story. Is his name was uh, Mr. McPhee, and Mr. McPhee was more of like your gym teacher type, but looking back he was super friggin young if anything he was maybe oh, yeah. like 31 like 31 years old isn't and this Mr. a McPhee, trip when you think about like so the ages trippy. of your teachers and they're like probably like 27 at the time even that he was, was maybe 31 like the the sporty teacher and again i was the smallest kid i was never good at any of the like sports and i remember gym class was like a big deal and he got like super excited about it and we'd like have so many different kinds of like sports and activities beyond like you know your teachers who weren't sporty and you just like have like random like dodgeball or like running drills run laps or like do parachute yeah the parachute yeah we would do the parachute exactly or the little like, like roller would... roller thingies what were they called? yeah the where arts. he would do yeah that oh my god yeah like the op- yes we would do those like relay race <laughs> thingies yes Oh my god, god super I funny. Love that shit. Both Mr. McPhee was always about like learning a new sport every couple weeks and like learning like technique and stuff like that. But anyways, like that wasn't my jam because I was also the smallest, so there'd always have to be like a, a, a an alternative way to play the sport that he would allow me to do it because I was like the smallest. Like shooting a basketball, I would get to do two giant steps forward so that I could <laughs> like try. I couldn't do it anyways. But Mr. McPhee was one of the teachers, and I remember there was this big trip every year for grade six kids um and it would be like an overnight trip and um it cost let's say in the late 90s um almost 200 dollars so say it was like a hundred or 150 dollars that's a lot at that time and I remember it was just like a no for me. You're not and I remember be able even to afford your scholastic book order. No, and I remember trip. it just being like a no for me because I grew up like we didn't have money. Um, and I remember mm-hmm. even like whenever we had even school trips where it was like five dollars, ten dollars. Like I always had this like pit of guilt, like asking or like showing my mom to the zoo or whatever, and asking we didn't have it. Um, so I knew it was taking away from something. So it was like a no and whatever. And I remember Mr. McPhee pulling me, asking me to stay before, like, recess was, like, letting out and asking me to stay. Like, obviously, the door had to be open. There was all these, like, protocol, like, obviously for, like, because creeper teachers. And he told me that he, like, asked me, no, no, he asked me to stay. And then I was, like, standing there and he just said, again, I was, like, the smallest, like, the tiniest little sixth grader. And he said that, um... The school had decided to pay for my trips for the year, like my school trips for the year. And the thing is, like, that's great. When you think about it, like, the school probably had a fund of which, like, school trips. And I remember 6th, 7th, and 8th grade, my trips were either paid. 
paid for or partially paid for because there were big trips that happened in like the seventh and eighth grade and um again there's like maybe two trips a year right that would happen but they were either partially paid um or like kind of paid for and you were the influencer of your time and the thing thing that i that made me reflect on why he was like one of the teachers that like i think about like only in that one moment is like he just like actually noticed you know what i mean like the, yeah. how would a teacher either know that you're from a lower income family unless they actually noticed that's true like what were the signs so like those are my two favorite teachers for like kind of small things but beyond that i never really had a teacher who i feel like invested in me and i don't know like with the whole back to school thing i think i like to reflect on like the impact so to any of our teacher listeners who are listening to the stories that me and harjat are sharing about our teachers yeah it's super important what you do and it's like super cool that you guys are teachers it's it's the really reason that a, she a emphasized my name is because she got it wrong initially <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm gonna am say. i say am i saying it correctly <laughs> okay yes. so you have another teacher no. story Yes, I do. I do. I just wanted to say that was really sweet that that story that you shared. And I think like, yeah. um, you know, it, it's it's great to be seen. It's also like it warms my heart because he's probably thinking that like I want her to feel included. I don't want her to feel like she's missing out. So I I think that's really sweet. I love that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So I have an mm-hmm. interesting story which is also going to add some extra color to my background. Oh, um, okay. You know, <laughs> the, the, it, my my sisters often joke um, in in regards to the story about like how I could have had a different career and trajectory to my life if this had actually gone in a, a weird, a different direction. So mm. when I was in, I think I was in like grade one or grade two, was very young. Um, my teacher, shout out to Miss McEwen. Um, she, yeah, she she was she saw the creativity in me and like I was a very artistic kid. And she was all about fostering it and like that, you know, came out through like performance and drawing and all the things that young gay kids do. I was those things. Right. And so mm. um, basically she she knew somebody who was scouting kids in Toronto um, for uh, for what? like a, to yeah to be on Sesame Street. Like, you know how, yeah, you know how sometimes they'll do like scouting in, in, in no. like, locations to go. Did not know. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. They were basically, um, you know, they were like, okay, if, if kids in this bracket, you know, show up to this area and like, or sorry, show up to this like casting call or whatever, and they were looking for diverse kids, right? So then she okay. thought of me and she's like, You're like oh, me. Yeah. 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 She, 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 like, during my like parent, there was the like, parent teacher interviews or like when your parents kind of pick you up or something. I don't remember exactly. She told they my don't dad. Come to pick you up. You have, there's an appointment and you have to go after hours and it's weird going to school at the, in dark. Yeah, and they yeah, come yeah. and they say that Harjot talks too much or he doesn't talk enough or no okay I, I just I don't remember if it was during like a parent teacher interview or if it was like when I was getting oh when he came to, the okay, okay I thought you didn't yeah, remember yeah. what a parent teacher interview no, was no, like. no, like, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm not stupid okay, um, okay. so so she started talking to my dad and she's like oh by the way my friend is looking for you know like diverse kids to to possibly like be on TV and they're looking Diverse for kids for kids. Yeah, yeah, for Sesame cute. Street. And she's like, I think like Harja would be like per- perfect, right? Because like, I had the, the little turban, I was like brown, I was cute. very like obviously creative. You did dances, so, you were like dancing. <laughs> so. I, don't, I don't know that I did dances, but I was like, I was performative, I guess, right? And Absolutely. so, and so this, so I think this was on like a, a weekend. Uh, my, my parents took me downtown to where this casting call was happening. And I yes. remember I was in I was in the room and What the, were you the, wearing as I, a nineties child? Uh, probably Oh damn. Yeah, I wanna I, know. They probably made you dress in a suit, which they thought no, no, was gonna no, no, help. No, no, no. It was help. just a it was just a meet. It was it, she had like arranged like me to meet with her like friend who was like i don't know like a, I oh, don't no, even i know i just I wondered know. if like your parents like even though like made you wear like a suit <laughs> i think i was wearing like a yeah probably i was probably dressed up like <laughs> in, so in something yeah um <clears throat> so we went i think i was meeting with like some like casting directors or, or somebody right like specifically yeah. there was this woman who was the point of contact right and so she's like hi like i remember her like getting down to my level and be like hi Aww. and then i was just, i remember i was clinging onto my dad's leg i was like i don't like this here i'm uncomfortable how old were you i like uh whatever age you are like six 
I think I was six. six. Yeah, like first grade? Yes, yes, first grade. Oh so my god, be, you were so tiny. Yeah, and I was just like, I wasn't like a social, like, I, I mean, what's changed, right? So I, <laughs> I wasn't like an extremely sociable, friendly, like, person. I was just like, I like my space, but like, I was clinging yeah. on to my desk. Like, I'm like, I hate it here. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to do this or whatever. Leave. And they had a giant cutout of Big Bird. And mm. I remember, like, like all this, the stuff was there to sort of, like, get people excited about, like, yeah. the possibility of, like, being featured on the show. And yeah, I branding. remember I, I was so fucking stubborn. And, so like, my, my parents were like, can you at least just be nice? Just be social. Just, I, I froze. I was just completely just did not want to, um, like, talk to the, the woman and some of the other people. I did not want to socialize. And I lied that I had to go to the washroom. And then when I did, I threatened my dad. <laughs> I was like, we have you to go home right now. I'm going to start crying. I'm like, I don't like this. I was just, I don't know why. I was like, oh, mortified. You were anxious. You were just anxious. You were yeah. super anxious. And then so that yeah, totally. Yeah, kids, don't, kids don't know. Like, you know, you have a lot of feelings. Don't know what to do. And my parents, you know, being immigrants, they were like excited. They were like, oh, this could be. Like, this is, like, a be... unique opportunity. Yeah, they're like, why don't you go ahead and, like, try? Like, if not, like, Sesame Street, it could be something else, right? Like, you know when that, like, 90s Canadiana, like, all those shows were showing up? Like, it was, yeah. like, I think a company that sort of, like, did casting for you that. You could be on well YTV. As... <clears throat> exactly, exactly. I could have. Um, but I was just, wait. I was like, no, absolutely not. Oh, my God. I don't care for but... this. So then when you saw the teacher after... Oh. Oh no no we were we were still cool we were still cool we did. Okay. I, I was too young like the re- I did not get repercussions you know like okay. they were my my parents we're no did longer try, friends though. they were like I remember we were downtown for like a good few hours they were like like t- taking me into like like rooms like almost like not shaking me but just like like this could be a once in a lifetime thing like can you please just try and I was like get no, it together no, no I was like no get me the fuck out of here. Oh no! I mean, I understand from a child's perspective. It's just like you don't have the full capacity. No, you were anxious. <laughs> it's it's all unknown. You have no idea, and it's in a weird building with weird people. And you're like, "What the fuck is this for?" Oh my god, I don't understand. Like, I enjoy watching Sesame Street, but making it is a whole big other mess. It's so weird. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It's a weird idea for kids. And it, you're, it's okay. You know, it's okay to just say, like, I don't want to do this. I'm sorry. I changed my I, mind. It, I do it's now. A big deal. So, it, Sesame Street, if you want me, hit me up. Hit I'm me up. For a drastic career change. Okay, so to wrap, wrap this all up, again, teachers mm-hmm. are important. And it's so amazing when they believe in us and they send all the teachers out there. Thank you. And if you guys have, you know, some teacher best teacher ever stories like let us know and maybe we'll nothing like, sexy we'll bring it up again oh ew no unless never. It's, and, you know unless unless you're um you know above the age of consent and you give your consent i still don't sure. like it i want to hear don't them. like it okay just dm privately <laughs> to harjot and send video <laughs> yeah, send the video. <laughs> all right <laughs> so that's it I'll let you lead. Okay, all right. My okay, face is go. red. Maxine and I just had like a huge argument. Yeah, just, like, we had argument. an argument. Got heated. My face is heated. We I, cried and now we're laughing. It's fine. It, friendship. <laughs> like it for those who oh, don't no. know our recording process, <laughs> we usually do these episodes like thirty to forty minutes. We're now at the forty-five minute mark, and we still have like so much more to go because we argued. And laughed for like twenty minutes in between the segments. <laughs> I was gaslit. Um, just for people yes. that are listening, <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you have that. But in the end, you're wrong. And uh, friends, we will let you know the the consequences of Hardshot's actions at the end. Let's <laughs> we, get on with the show. Yeah, we can't disclose details. So this is just the vagueness. We're that both wrong. Okay, I think okay. The summary is we were both wrong, but Harjot was massively more wrong. <laughs> How dare you? I behave like an asshole. You behave like a bigger one. Yes. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's get on to the segment. Let's which get is- on with it.
Okay, all right. So I want to talk a little bit about... Read your notes. I wanted to... I am actually reading my notes. I I want to talk a little bit about spiritual privilege, okay? So this is like, you know, it's like that next tier of live, laugh, love. But like when we talk about yoga culture, right? Specifically people... You know, like wellness is an interesting... It's an industry. You know, it's made a lot of money in the Western world. Yes. Like a home sense. Like a home... Like a home sense... Uh, spirituality. (laughs) I often, I feel like it has started with the infusion of a lot of like Eastern spiritual practices being infused into Western culture. That's where you've seen it become like commoditized and really like even productized and all those things, right? Like like capitalism meets yoga-ism. Exactly. Even astrology, right? Is like, it's, it's, yes, it's, it's been bastardized and, and simplified and simplified and diluted. Exactly. Mm. Right. And so, like, I also want to talk a little bit about some of these spiritual teachers. So I watch a lot of YouTube, right? I specifically yeah. go down uh, rabbit holes because I really want to investigate something. And th- my recent area of focus has been spirituality and spiritual teachers online. Right. I'm especially mm-hmm. um, sort of like uh, interested to see what they're saying because of COVID. Right. Whereas like, ah, OK, here is science. I'm staring in your face, spiritual person who thinks everything can be cured by, you know, I don't know, manifestation spells or whatever, right? And I'm not knocking on spiritual practices that do have what that. What is a, a manifestation faith. spell? I don't, I, I just made it up. It's just words. Oh, God. Okay. You sound, the, no, you sound like, I, oh, my God. Like, you could I did one last totally night. snake oil sale, snake oil <laughs> salesman me on that. I'm like, how much does it cost? Who do I have to, like, She's cut ready. a piece of hair off of and punch in the face? <laughs> Okay. <clears throat> so, you know what's interesting is that like with the stuff that's been happening post twenty twenty, and specifically, okay. I'm talking about COVID. I'm talking yeah. about you know um, just vaccines, right? And then also Black Lives Matter as a movement. And then I was trying to, I like, I'm like, Whoa. what are these spiritual teachers that I I have gone to their YouTubes in 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 every once in a while to sort of like seek that spiritual wisdom you know it's just things that you need to hear when you're maybe not and in these a great are place. spiritual teachers that you you like and you follow y- y- sometimes uh, sometimes i gravitate towards somebody and sometimes i find reason to distance myself because i'm okay. not feeling the vibe or i just didn't like what that person stood for and so here's an example of one such no thing. one's perfect sure yeah so well i mean there are some people that like just don't understand how selfish that viewpoint can be so specifically one thing that came up was black lives matter of the movement okay. right um mm-hmm. so as that was sort of regaining because it's not new but regaining um attraction as of 2020 okay. and, and and what's sort of started to happen with like racism uh with uh, george floyd that situation really being a peak um, yeah. was people some of these spiritual teachers namely this one dude who was a white male who credits most What's of his, his name spe- uh i don't know that i want to blow up his spot okay okay okay, okay. It, it's it, his well you need to right away it, uh, his first name is aaron to mind. aaron okay. okay is his first name i'm not gonna say his last okay. name because then you'd know who it is but um, i'm gonna google so, to see if it's the same person i know yeah, okay, go. okay yeah yeah aaron um so this dude um, you know, he's had some interesting beliefs and I, I think, okay, that's, that's cool. And stuff. some of the stuff has been interesting, but then when you're talking about a movement that has now gained, you know, a lot of traction and people are paying attention and there's action for consequences, he kind mm-hmm. of went vague and started to label the whole situation as like, you know, there's too much divide. There's too much separation. You know, we need to get to a place where we don't oh, have that. Like, you will yeah. continue to be a victim if you feel like a victim. And I was oh, like, yeah. hold up. That's that's hold gaslighting. Up. That's gaslighting. I was pissed. when I, I'm like, how fucking dare you? Is like the moment that you have to fucking look at yourself and your behavior. As a person who carries white privilege, he's a tall, muscular, white dude who can make his income by, you know, regurgitating, and this is me being, like, judgmental now, I don't, I wouldn't say all this is true, but regurgitating spiritual practices that you've acquired from, you know, the colored majority, majority, or, like, you know, Eastern practices, and now you have the audacity to spout off about, like, how it's somebody's turn to talk about what's painting them, and you're now yeah. making them feel like, well, you're a victim, and, and if you don't, he didn't say that, but, like, it was, it, it, they're, they go vague, and I know that fucking tactic, it's just, like, I don't believe in it, but I don't want to be canceled. So I'm going to go vague to avoid giving you specifics. But like, we need to stop feeling like victims. It's only uh, 
perpetuating the polarity or the separation right and i was like that's so unfair because that's exactly mm. how movements get started and how change actually happens no you can't have good from good it's the bad stuff that you have to take a look at the painful stuff that results in positive yeah. change i just wonder what 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 is the mm. the re, what was what does he feel like the result of adding this to the conversation like how is that helpful it was like, like one of those literally yeah. like literally he is just saying let's just stop and not do anything about this and just ignore it and like how is that helping anything like yeah, shift your mind there's no there's no the there's fuck? no there's no solution that you're you're providing to people who are traumatized and hurting and affected and struggling um and experiencing right in Baby the, that boy. moment just because that works for you um, that's okay, but that's not to say it can work for everybody. Like, the, yeah, I'm going to be honest with literally. you. The majority of people that follow people like this are, you know, a lot of white people and specifically a lot of white women. Uh, yeah. You know, late 20s to middle age is like the key demographic of people that follow these online spiritual teachers who kind of take the most bastardized. And I've literally, I, I know a friend who very much fits this profile um they latch on and they're very much addicted to this content and they feel like yeah. it is like the word of god it's wanting to be led by somebody who feels like they know what they're doing as long as they throw in the words yoga manifestation yeah, sure, and this sure, and that sure, sure, whatever sure, sure. right and i was just, sure. I'm, I'm like you know as a colored person i need you to understand that like being heard and having my pain recognized and specifically i'm not going to speak on behalf of like black people but i'm no. assuming from what i've heard them say it's like you need to look at this you need to look at this like ugly face in the mirror and really take it in you know and if and, somebody says that yeah. they're hurt and that like if you bring it back to even the most simplest form because it sounds like this guy needs like the most simplest like analogy it's like somebody says that they're hurting and then for you to come in and be like, well, you're just thinking like a victim is so yeah. dismissive. It's like it doesn't calm change down. the fact <laughs> it doesn't change the fact that they are hurting. Like you have not helped them except to hurt them more by saying your pain is ill place. It is it is something that I don't recognize as valid and worthy of recognition. And that is or, even, or even worse patronizing and condescending when it's like okay you can feel that way but when you're ready to come over here and join us and not be a victim that's also oh yeah 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 we you. are we are higher and more righteous yeah. as the people have Ugh. been able to suppress the pain get on this higher plane it's like fuck off i know it, it really just it rubs me the wrong way because i'm like you are <laughs> these tactics that you're using may have worked for you and your circle and, and who are majority white but, like, you also need to see the pain of, like, this group of people. You can't turn a blind eye to it. And it just, I don't know. It was just, it was a reason for me to cancel this person. I was like, fuck you. I, 100%. I cannot deal with your bullshit. And then also, like, Ugh. a lot of these spiritual teachers. So there's this one, and I'm going to put her on blast because I really dislike her. You're going to say her name. Yeah. Teal Swan. Do you know who that is? So she is this woman who is, it like, It sounds very... like she's, she's doing, she's doing yellow face. So, so she... Uh, not entirely but like so she's actually she's very problematic <clears throat> she has uh, voiced her anti-vaccine views very strongly okay. and and i've watched even in a few of the interviews because now what they do is they don't say that explicitly they they talk about right. oh well it's gonna and i i actually got into a fight with a friend remember the friend i talked about who was a conspiracy theorist about all this covid stuff and yeah, 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 yeah i'm like yeah. you've been regurgitating her fucking words i'm like this is cult mentality right so like yeah, i yeah, heard yeah. these words from this influencer i was like oh this is where you're fucking getting this is where that kool-aid is being drunk from right 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 and it's like this woman talking about well it's we're just getting to a big brother state you know people should be able to choose about what happens to their own bodies not saying the vaccine explicitly but saying that right. I'm like I'm like I'm like and then her her whole thing was the stupid smile at the end of her video and it was like think, think about it think about it and it's just like you're trying to basically say it without saying it which I feel like is really cowardly um 100%. and it's it's like I don't want to get canceled well then what do you stand for in terms of your spirituality right like where do your beliefs like start and end I don't yeah. understand that it was the yeah. and that's an audacity to have because of privilege as well you know yeah, you don't I live also... in a community you live in a mansion yeah. that's a part of like this remote area where you don't have to be around people but like you don't use that as a place to influence people who don't live like that who lived in 
who live in like oh you yeah 100 and i, I agree yeah, with you 100 on your read yeah. on your read on her um but i think we have to think about what is her motivation and i think you yeah. you've kind of highlighted two parts of it is like this one part that is aligning with whatever her brand of spirituality is which is like this weird like thing that i guess she's identified that her audience connects to like my body my choice something something and don't force people to whatever like that aligns with whatever right there she has a large she identifies and she's probably played with you know the um like the algorithms to identify that works within her audience and then secondly she is smart and i'm i'm not saying actually smart but like she's smart in not trying to alienate then the other percentage that don't ascribe to like who are actually like pro like pro-choice but recognizing that this isn't the same thing like like that uh part of her audience and trying to pay the rent on her massive like her massive mansion like yep she's using all of the liver like she's pulling all of the levers so she can continue to have these spiritual um like get to get these summits in aspen fuck you absolutely you don't think like she's all spiritual but she doesn't still go to like uh spend a thousand dollars to get her hair done like at a salon like she you don't think like the money that she could be using to better other people's lives she's not to take a private jet here and there like no of course not like i get it like i get it's it's the game and it's the character that she's playing and it works within you know like the capitalist society and she's profiting off of you know, all and of those ideals. The, the reason why I'm so worked up is because I literally lost a friend to this bullshit. And, like, I it that. makes me think about, like, the the vulnerability that's been exploited. Mm. It's funny because Teal Swan is was actually raised in a cult. And now she's created mm. one. You know, it's mm. fascinating to me. And I'm like, my friend is ripe for being absorbed into a cult. Mm. Like, just so gullible. And I was like, uh, it, it, I just... It, it pains you. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like... You think all of these, you know, it's, I don't, I don't need to go into this because we all know like the conspiracy yeah. theorists around the vaccine and all that, like, you know why yeah. it's problematic, right? Like, yeah, yeah. it's, it's just, it, it's, it's upsetting. It's, it's upsetting, sad. you know, it's and, and it's these people who are supposed to be, you know, a moral of the story, nobody's above you, even though they are a quote unquote spiritual practitioner. Like, please use your discernment. They, like, you know what's best for you unless you feel like you are not in the best mindset to make those decisions for yourself. Mm. See a therapist. See somebody who you trust, who is qualified. Um, yeah. But please don't, yeah, don't, um, don't try Blindly. to get your, yeah, life lessons from people on YouTube who do, like you said, have their own motives and have their own, you know, reasons yeah, for she has positioning like, things. She has do. endorsements, sponsorships. She has audience, like, percentages that she needs to keep up. Like, yep. She has courses to sell, books to sell. 100%. She's got to keep those sales up. So it's like, you know, I, she probably has some sort of core beliefs, but I'm sure that she's willing to kind of, uh, you know, be loose with them when it comes to, like, her 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 videos are laced with fear you know Mm. and that's that's what people are drawn to they love that and i'm like i see my friend and my friend grew up in like you know when you listen if therapy has taught us one thing you probably agree with this is that people's backstory really does shape the way that they you know and i mean like a cult in in a in a cult like they mostly function from a place of the world is a burning Mm scary place and only in this cult is where you are my friend literally has a problem with everything being okay yeah yeah Yeah. if she's bought into she if she was like needing to latch on to another yeah another another Mm -hmm. safe yeah that's sad that's sad dude yeah but yeah you can't you can't be responsible for nope not at all and i've I've argued and i've fought enough but like i also it's not my place to right like people got to make their own decisions yeah it's her choice yeah i can't do what i did with my mom and steal her phone and then make um (laughs) (laughs) make posts on her behalf like she's like and then block block certain people lgbtq trans like uh supporting and and all that yeah 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 (laughs) i love it good good for you good for you i'm proud of you
Hey, we did all it. All right, all right, mm -hmm, Maxine. Mm -hmm. Okay, so <laughs> we've uh, talked about favorite teachers, back to school anxiety. Thank God we yeah. don't have to go back to school. Also, like, yeah, congratulations to people who are going back to school. Good for you. School is yeah. good. Yeah, education. Get the bag. Yeah. Your backpack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're spending, you're spending bags of money. Uh, and then we talked about, you know, dirty spiritualism, the kind that's trying to lead you. <laughs> dirty spiritualism. Yeah, that's, that's trying sexy. to like lead you, lead you things that maybe aren't like healthy for you. steal your money. So these weird online courses. I don't know, be wary, <laughs> friends. Uh, but I don't know. I had a good time hanging out with you, chatting with you, uh, even arguing with you. Yeah. Wait, um, you know what? I just realized we what? talked about good teachers and then we talked about bad teachers. Oh. Right? Uh, 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 uh. Tied a yeah, ribbon no, on I... that one. Oh, wow. Connected. We don't. Okay. And yeah. then for listeners, we don't actually talk about our topics until like we do them. So, yeah. wow. Happenstance. Yes, Twins. yes. There so was a neat. tangent where Maxine, I used to, we, me and my sisters made up a term when we were younger. It was called racified. <laughs> Somebody does like a, or like a, a, a racist thing to you or whatever. So Maxine kind of <laughs> did that on a tangent with me. We didn't record yes. it. It was off yep. the air. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, that, that's not a part of the theme. I just wanted to bring that up out of spite. I, I applied <laughs> some biased thinking um, that I recognized, um, but then what I did instead was to point out how he was Turn worse. Turn it around. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I pointed out a way that he actually was worse in the situation. So while I was a one-star asshole, he was like a three. So I think if this was a game, um, well he played. would lose. Maxine, well checkmate. Yeah, it, and so, so that we're gonna remain super vague, but like mm -hmm. what ended up happening was like I we're both problematic, I was, so we yeah. don't want to we don't want to show our asses to you guys. Yeah. I was attacked by Maxine, and yep. then later it turned like the the takeaway for me, which she gave me, was to apologize in a group chat and then <laughs> make a donation. So it's like, how did like how did one thing lead to another? I don't know, but um, obviously I'm. Do you want to talk about? Influence. Do you want to talk about the a, a, a potential charity? We're not going to promise it. A potential charity that maybe we'll just shout out that you would like to apply a donation. And to anybody who's having a fight with your friend, I feel like this is a really nice way to end not friendships but arguments uh -huh. with friendships so that they end in a, a really positive way. What is the charity you would like to? Um, Make donations, stay friends. I, yeah, I, I love this. So um, as some of you might know and some of you don't know, um, um, I have started a parody project called Sailor Moon Parody. Um, you can mm -hmm. find us on Instagram at Sailor Moon, Sailor Moon Parody and at, on TikTok at Sailor Moon Parody. And um, on TikTok, you'll see that we are actually supporting uh, the Trans Lifeline. Uh, fun mm. and so um donated to that really good cause and then i've also recently yeah. through instagram donated to um uh, uh, uh it, i just want to get the name right i don't want to get it okay, wrong look so it up. just pull it up no we can, we can leave it in this is listen they were this is real time oh it's the homeless black trans women fund um, oh so, great yes the so name I, says everything i love Yes. So th th that's been my point of focus. And I'm, I'm putting all my energy, all my angst um, into my dollars, into those um, charities, uh, because those okay. are things that I just want to support. So I encourage awesome. you to support those too. And yeah. and then always just shameless plug, follow our parody. You know, it's basically, uh, you know what, <laughs> since I butchered the description last time, Maxine, yes. can you can you please summarize my uh, passion project that you were also involved in to the list. Great, yeah. Um, for those of you who are fans of the anime Sailor Moon, what we've done, well, it's it's Harjot's um, passion project. Is he's taken that format and turned it into a story about you know post twenty twenty cultural themes so such as like racism sexism feminism queer lgbt um and it's super mm -hmm. fun super cool they have the cast is really diverse um awesome fun i don't know cool people who are voicing it and i think it's just a new fresh way 
to tell modern stories using um, you know, a vehicle, which is Sailor Moon that we all know and love yeah. and just like surprising and fresh. And I've seen a lot of people have uh, a lot of exciting reactions to it. So I'm excited for us to finally uh, set it free into the world, you know, yes. birth your baby. Yes. When it's is a, when is that happening? Do we have that It's a rad yet? birth. Um, mm. So I oh. am, <laughs> I will, I'm going to share the date on our next podcast. Um, okay. I, I'm gonna. Uh, I'll run it stay by tuned. you. Stay tuned. We'll just say stay tuned. Yes. Yeah. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Um, it's it's coming very very soon. Um, yeah. Follow but us. But yeah, there. we should plug this podcast as well. Oh yeah, this little thing here. As 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 the as the woman of the podcast that I am relegating the domestic. Yeah. Tasks so. <laughs> so as allies of our podcast, please find us and follow us at. Have you been crying? <laughs> underscore pod Instagram. We're on the Facebook. We're not yet on TikTok. Should we be? I don't know. Um, but follow us mm. there. Give us some likes. Drop some comments. Tell us some. You know, drop in our DMs and tell us some topics that you'd like us to cover. Uh, we'd also love a review on any of the specific platforms like iTunes or Spotify. That would be great. So find us there, and we can tell you more. So yeah. yeah, catch us there. We'll update you. And Maxine, before I let you go. Because you mm-hmm. have your new mic, and I never like you got me to do ASMR last time. I want you to ASMR us out, and I want you to like revisit the energy of the curtain lady. I want you to just conjure her spirit, um, channel her spirit, and and close us out with um, you know your your love and support for this podcast. Oh my god! So I feel like this this uh, podcast uh, is closer. like just this That's podcast right. is like really really deep and rich like oh my god have you ever had this kind of cultural influence like is by two moist? people who have just so much to talk about they're like experiencing the world is like refreshing like a like a, a soda like a sprite like a Sprite or a 7-Up, a clear, a clear soda, clear soda that you have in a hot day. You're just a really heavy meal of your regular day and you're just like, Deep you know I need something to cut through the fat. There we go. Oh, that's beautiful. Have you been crying? Podcast. Ooh. <laughs> Love it. That that was wonderful. That almost put me to sleep right there. Shivers. The hairs on the back of my neck standing up, and that just means I have to shave them. So <laughs> you made that joke before I could. I was gonna say, and there's a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm braiding it into a rat's tail. It's it's hip. I'm swinging Cute. it. Yeah. All right. All right. Good night. Bye. Okay, bye. All right, bye. I bye, heard bye, bye, bye. about you long before <laughs> oh, we like You're winsome and you're young, at least that's what they said. Underneath your glitter and your gold, you can't deny the fact that you are growing old. You have a thousand eyes that never fall asleep. Someday I will leave you. When I've had enough of your beauty
is for